confetti, noisemakers, big band coming through, trombone time. It's episode 100, folks. It's episode 100. Paula, did you think we'd make it this far? Didn't put an ounce of thought into that. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't put an ounce of thought into that, no. (laughs) Like most things in the past year, they've just snuck up on us. Yeah, and here we are. And for, for weeks, we've been saying we should do something really cool for episode 100. And guess what, folks? You're listening to what we figured out to do. Yeah. <laughs> Mention it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, <laughs> this is episode 100 of Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. And we sincerely are just so grateful for that you all put us in your ears every week. Yeah. The Thank fact that we've been so able much. to do this for this long is is wild. Yes, it's truly wild. And, and we love you all. And thank you. And we just, it's super happy. It's super it's super happy. We're super happy. It's so fun getting to do this. It's so fun getting to scream at Josh. It's so fun getting to meet you all and everything with the game. And it's just been, uh, it's been a very wild 100 episodes. Uh, and I think we've come a long way from me saying, I think I have an old microphone. And then you coming over to my dining room table and being like, okay, well, this doesn't work. <laughs> uh, this is probably a proper time to let everyone know that the next hundred episodes will be investigative journalism. Oh. We'll be completely pivoting. We we actually we actually did a murder, and <laughs> so we're going to be investigating it. <laughs> it's the opposite. So instead of us investigating it, it's us being like, "How do we cover it up?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it. Yeah, it's you will. It will be journalistic in the sense that you will be inside the mind of murderers trying to plan (laughs) execute and get away with a murder (laughs) it's called quick how to get away with murder question mark question mark question mark colon was this the name of a show by shonda (laughs) well not quite the same it was that was like how to get away with murder and we're like how do you get away with murder (laughs) yeah (laughs) it can only be said frantically (laughs) And if you don't say it frantically, news outlets will sue you. (laughs) Anyway, this is Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to once again bring you the sincere and earnest topics of the day. Paula, what's our topic this week? Oh, we kept it real original. And our topic this week is keeping it 100. (laughs) Woo! Sometimes the episode number is the topic. And that's how it's going to go sometimes. Josh, do you like the number 100? I do. I do. Uh, I I have a thing about numbers. uh, As frequent listeners of the podcast will know, I like that it's even. Mm -hmm. I like that it is one of those counting numbers. Like it's a five or a 10. It feels clean and squared off and countable and solid. So I like the number 100. I would also say that 101, because it is a palindrome, Mm -hmm. also pretty good. Lots of good numbers in that 100 region. (laughs) Lots of great numbers right around 100. There we go. Well, it's the first time you get to three digits. It's special. Uh, Speaking of 101, (laughs) Uh do you know what I was thinking about this week? What? Cruella DeVille. Fashion icon. Star. Stunning. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard a worse business model in your entire life? Oh, in terms of like, you need to breed 101 puppies to be able to make one coat that you could theoretically sell? Yes, because 101 puppies for one coat. First off, 
How big is this coat? Mm, great question. All right, let's do a little bit of math here. How sure. big is an average puppy litter? All right, the average Dalmatian puppy litter is six to nine pups, but larger litters of up to 15 puppies are common. So let's be generous about this and also let's make it easier for us potentially math-wise, let's say that there's 10 sure. per litter. That means that you need 10 different litters to be able to make one coat. And and each, I mean, let's say they're getting them a little bit big. They're not newborn puppies. Let's say you're getting a, a foot and a half of fur from each puppy. That's mm-hmm. still too much fur for a coat. <laughs> like 101 feet. Now, I don't sew, but I did buy a sewing machine at the beginning of the pandemic thinking I'd get good at it. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, I think you can make a good coat with two yards, six feet. That's six puppies. Well, it depends how long the coat is, right? Can you, 101? That thing is dragging on the ground. That means the person who buys this coat, which must be hundreds of thousands of dollars, that means as they walk, this coat is being dragged behind them, white fur, covered in the soot of London City. (laughs) It's a full Victorian squalor (laughs) as you walk through. It's getting caught on everything. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's like, it's it's so massively inconvenient. So maybe rich people would like it. Mm -hmm. It's just a terrible model. So I wonder which came first, the Dalmatian coat or the hair? Like, did she make the hair once she realized that she could make a Dalmatian coat? Or did she have the hair and say, I need an accessory for to match my hair? Something is going to have to match this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and also, Dalmatian's beautiful print. I understand wanting that print on a coat. Not a very plush fur. Oh, you no. Know, if it was like 101 Akitas, yes. well, then that makes sense. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's a comfortable, cozy fur. 101 Pomeranians. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you can dye rat fur to look like a Dalmatian, well, well, you know? No, 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 no. I don't People like that. did it all the time. I don't like that at all. It is funny that like... You're gagging at rat fur, but 101 puppies, you're like, yeah, absolutely. You no. only need six of those suckers. <laughs> and I also realized that like many different types of furs that people make, and I, we're not stepping, we're not dipping a toe into whether or not you should make fur, just furs no, that have historically- Don't wear fur. Don't wear fur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, most of them are just versions of rats, like absolutely. ferrets or mink. It's basically just like long rodents disgusting but a rat for a coat gross absolutely horrifying and can you imagine how much PETA would be up on Cruella's ass (laughs) that should be the other plot line yeah right (laughs) the internet just hears about it yeah right yeah 101 (laughs) Dalmatians doesn't work now because the how quickly Cruella DeVille would be canceled (laughs) And puppies are expensive. Like, like you, that is a lot of money for the care and keeping of 101 puppies until they get to the size to turn them into a coat, you know? Yeah. 
it's wow. just it's like besides ethics it's just not smart it's, business yeah it's just not smart business it's that's fuck off money absolutely you know what i mean that's like that's absolute fuck you money like where did corella deville what was her actual i was gonna say like biz how does she make money that she can then afford this incredibly expensive hobby is she an heiress let's look, let's look this out i mean have you seen the corella deville movie from 2021 cruella because i didn't i didn't either corella deville day job um I, I can tell you she's an icon. She's beautiful. I don't agree with all of her decisions, but. That, that's what makes an she's a complex an anti-hero. Yeah, she's that makes sense. Heiress. Okay, well, it is. She only wants a skin of 99 puppies. I guess the other two are the parents. Well, I guess that makes sense because it isn't 101 puppies. It's 101 Dalmatians. Wow. It just seems like that money would be gone like that because you know if she says I want to make a coat out of 99 puppies she's dipped her toe into all sorts of weird business things. Oh, for sure. The person who's like I want the skin of 99 puppies is also the type of person who's like let me dump out this oil in the middle of the London River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like this is the person who's causing a climate crisis. This is the same person who's like got a blood boy in the back of their, their mansion so that they can make sure that they get clean, healthy hemoglobin. <laughs> it's not like she was normal before, right? Oh, no, that's, I mean, isn't like one of the indicators of uh, psychopathic and like serial killer behavior harming animals just for fun? Yeah. I mean, what else has she killed if she wants the pelts of, like, puppies. 99... Not, pu pu not even full dogs, puppies. 99 puppies. Of the fireman dog. <laughs> I can't keep talking about this. Paula, uh, 100 is a perfect score. <laughs> I'm not saying that I want to wear the fur of dogs. I don't even wear fur, period. I'm just saying, ethics aside... I don't think Cruella DeVille was good at business. Sure, sure. <laughs> Die a rat. But Die if, a rat. Well, I guess if you're an heiress, you don't really, you've, and you're generationally wealthy, you don't really need to think about the efficacy and the the like profit margin of whatever you're doing. You're going to run through your like heiress money so fast with that kind of behavior, though. Yeah, for sure. Where does it stop? Um, Paula... A hundred is a me. perfect is a perfect score, right? In most yeah. cases, yeah. Um, why does it feel so much worse to get one question wrong than two questions wrong? Like if you got two questions wrong, let's say you got a ninety-eight, each one's one point. Mm -hmm. That's an A plus. You're friggin' stoked. You're coming home. You're telling your parents, right? If you get a ninety-nine. I don't know about you, but there's this part of me that's like, I was so close. It's so much worse. That's smart kid honor roll behavior. Oh, yeah. The, making myself feel bad about something that was incredibly positive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Like, that's like tormented, anxious, gifted kid shit. Yeah, yeah. You should write a book about that. I don't think anyone's written a book about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily have that experience, uh, except the only thing is spelling tests. I would lose my mind if I got less than 100 on a spelling test. Mm, same. Same, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I didn't miss spelling words until like fifth grade from when yeah. we started doing them through fifth grade and I got one wrong and it was devastating. Yeah, same, same. And I cried 
Paula, I, I don't know if you told this story before on the podcast, but you did tell me that you got a 104 <laughs> on a sex ed class. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My high school sex ed um, test I was so flustered and I was so nervous. And I was like, well, I can't have my mom quiz me. Like I would have her quiz me for other tests. I can't have like help studying. So I have to do this on my own. And I studied too hard and I did too good on the test. And I got like some obscenely high score. I got a perfect score plus all the extra credit, even though had net, I mean, not even like kissing people. I still didn't know what it meant, but like, I can tell you the symptoms of every STD. I can tell you every part of the body. <laughs> like is, that's too high for someone like me. Yeah. What do you think the right amount of points to get on a, like what, what is the right percentage on a sex ed class? Because what you did was narc level. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. clearly has so never like that. It was <laughs> obvious. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. yeah. Like clear, never had sex, never been kissed energy. <laughs> I think that the right amount is 69. Yeah, it's 69, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it has to be like 87. Right, exactly. You know, it's like, like I figured it, I listened ish in class, but I don't care that much. <laughs> well, I think it's that you, whatever the percentage of cool questions there are. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. Versus <laughs> like, if you got the symptoms wrong, like, that's like cool. I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> you're but like, yeah, I'm actually not worried about that. Is fucking. Like, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on the side being like, it may be possible to get pregnant from a hot tub. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Just too high, aggressively good at that sex ed test. Right, exactly. Yeah. I got, I remember him saying something when he put mine down about how I got the highest in the class, which, like, that didn't oh, happen a lot. No. <laughs> Well, because, yeah, I think you need to be able to be like, yeah, I studied, meaning that you made out with someone. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? but like, I was that... like, I studied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, took the, you took the test with sterile gloves on. <laughs> I also remember finishing that test like 15 minutes before everyone else. Well, you know, in a high school sex ed kind of situation, some people are finishing pretty quickly. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> Don't listen to this one, parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Josh, have you what What is your experience with doing well on tests? <laughs> <laughs> Let me go through my laundry list of exceptional <laughs> grades from from my youth. I bet you got straight A's. Did you get straight A's? Mostly, yeah, nice. yeah, nice. yeah. Well, I I will say that I definitely made the most out of the uh, 89.5 rounds up to a 90 mm. in certain situations. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You got to play the rounding game to Absolutely. some extent. I, I do remember that when I was a senior in, I said that weird. I do remember that when I was a senior <laughs> in a senior. <laughs> yeah, in high school, um, the way that our report cards worked when you were sending your transcripts to colleges is that they wouldn't see individual grades and and for all the years beforehand, it was just like what you got in the class throughout the entire year or the semester or however long that class was. Mm -hmm. But for senior year, they wanted your your grades up to that point at which you had like submitted your application. Okay. And so they could see, we did quarters. So it was, they saw two quarters and the midterm. And I remember 
that in math, I got a C plus on my midterm. Nice. I just absolutely beefed it, completely beefed it. And I was distraught and was like it scheduled like an office hours with my math teacher being like, do I send a note that goes along with this to be able to like show them like it was just one bad test versus the other thing. She's like, I think they can infer. I think it'll be okay. And if you call more attention to it, yeah, it will be more of a problem than if you just send it. She and didn't round were, it up for you. Oh no. Oh dude. You make yourself cry hard enough. They'll round anything up. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 100%. I did that many times. Well, I will say that that teacher, whether or not I loved that teacher, Ms. Hall, um, but oh, I know she, her. <laughs> um, that Sick. is that is the class that I have the most stress dreams about. It's always At that math class. Well, it's always that I didn't actually graduate high school, <gasps> and that I have to go back and take math, or that I've been I I am a senior in high school. I haven't been to class for the entire semester. Oh yeah, and the like add drop date just passed. Yeah, so I can't. So I have to like do well on it now, and it's always her class. And you're behind. I have that, but I have it about college. Mm. But <laughs> party. Uh, yeah, I have that dream all the time. Yeah. Isn't it so strange that so many people have the same variation of that dream? Or I have the one where I suddenly realize it's finals and I've never been to class. Yes, totally. And totally. I'm like, I get that all the time. I don't know what to do. And then I'm very, very stressed. And then I wake up and I'm like, am I an adult? Yeah. Do I well, know it's all, about that? It's almost like the whole educational experience in the United States is traumatizing collectively sure. for all of us. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that is wild that, like, everyone has a high school dream like that. Everyone has a variation of that dream, for sure. Do you... Now, they call it a stress dream. Do you get it when you're stressed about other things? Sometimes I'll have, like, anxiety dreams sometimes about other things. Mm -hmm. um, because, Or in very, very acute situations, I'll have a, a stress dream about the actual thing I am stressed about in life. Oh, that's Where the I'll, like, dream that's the, the experience. Because you're like, I literally am living it, brain. Give me, yeah. give me like a vacation. Let's go something fun. And your brain's like, what if we replay this conversation? Yeah. What if we, what if we thought about how this might go <laughs> 50 times? What if we just keep doing that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if, what if all your friends actually are talking about you? Oh, sad. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just get like, I'm a bad sleeper. So it's definitely like. I will just randomly get stress dreams and things like that. But it does tend to be like, I will get anxiety dreams at the times when I am heightened in my anxiety otherwise as well. But it won't be about the same thing in general. It'll always be high school. You know, times like this seems like maybe it would be smart to keep journals. We could really oh, yeah. do some science, but, you know, I'm not going to. No, no way. I do dream about the podcast sometimes. Really? Yes. How Which is are weird we? Because like I love doing the podcast and I don't really get stressed about it. But a lot of times in a dream, I'll be like, oh, I have to record. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We have to record this week, oh, don't we? <laughs> shit. We forgot to record this week. Yeah. <laughs> and it's never like the point of the dream. It's just like, by the way. Yeah. Oh, here's an additional thing that's on my <laughs> task list. <laughs> Did I do this yet? Oh, I can't get my pants on and I have to record this. <laughs> oh God, I'm late for my final and we have to record this. <laughs> <laughs> you use the 100 emoji. 
Um, no, not really. Wait, should we see what our most frequently used emojis are? Yeah, let's talk about the, the top three. Okay, yes. Okay, I didn't know TM was one. <laughs> what? Okay, well, let's talk about this. So, Paula, you just texted me your top three emojis. Yes, and you texted me yours. And I, I feel like uh, ours both make sense for us. Yes, so um, folks at home, listening at home, uh, Paula's top three are, number one, the sparkly heart. Mm-hmm. Two, heart. face palm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> face palm. Yeah, that is how you have to say it when you see the sparkly heart. It's heart. <laughs> face palm is number two. And three is the like party face. Yeah. My three emotions. Love, annoyed, and party. Yeah. And flashes are uh, the gritting teeth emoji. I believe like the- it's grimacing is Ew. the technical term for it. The Chrissy number- Teigen face. Number two, cowboy. Mm-hmm. Number three, TM, 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 TM. Yes. <laughs> that is an incredibly useful one. I highly recommend using TM or a registered trademark around things that you say. Capitalize things that you are saying, like the dog, TM. I had no idea TM was even one. Oh, it's welcome to business emojis, Paula. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did they give you that when, uh, when uh, No Wrong Answers officially became an LLC? They yeah, were like, actually- welcome. Yeah, it, Apple actually p- did a push notification. It was like, <laughs> hey, you're allowed to use this one now. <laughs> um, I will say that I I know a fair amount about emojis just because of a former client that I used to work with where um, we needed to print text that sometimes included emojis. Okay. And emojis don't necessarily print well. Okay. So you have to like... This may get too boring, but... Emojis no are essentially <laughs> emojis are essentially just like another language in and like character type, like you know, um, you know, romance language characters and letters, like um, you know, Chinese uh, characters, yeah. things like that. It's just another language that your keyboard can do. But the reason why they vary is because every operating system handles them differently which is why you get like apple emojis versus the android emojis which are those like in gmail sometimes you know it'll just the it'll change those little blobs the horrible blobs it's the same thing it's just how it's presenting that information it's the equivalent of like writing your name in times new roman versus comic sans versus papyrus huh and so it's just up to however, whatever system you're looking at looks at it. Because that's why you'll see sometimes like in the Gmail app, it'll be like, I'm a horrible blob person. And then if you look at it in another screen, it's totally fine. It's like, I look fine. I look normal. It's yeah, I'm a blob. Yeah. And a lot of emojis are also just building blocks to make other emojis. So for example, the um, the party one with the with the like noisemaker and the hat that mm-hmm. you sent me is just the kissing emoji <gasps> with additional stuff added onto it or the one that's like the hug one that's weird where it's got like the smiling face and the two hands yeah it's just the blushing smiling face plus hands and that's how it gets built is it's almost like you build it like a word so what that's how that's how they all have official names in the code so that you can then use them and this is also there's a big thing which is actually a very good thing is that 
previously like facepalm or something like that defaulted to the non-skin tone mm-hmm. like the yellow just like yellow non-skin toned one but the man and recently there's been an emoji upgrade where it gender there's a lot more gender neutral uh emoji and that's the default now as opposed to a gendered face palm or a gendered like um santa huh huh josh that's so interesting i i love these i really i followed a lot of the emoji stuff also because the pinched fingers emoji aka the italian emoji the yeah exactly the like chef kiss kind of emoji um i had been waiting for it for a year and a half and so I just kept following it. If you want to read up on emojis, emojipedia.com is wonderful. That one? No, that's the, that's these pinched like this. Uh, what I am looking for. Oh Paula my is, God, is, there's so many good emojis I didn't know about. Yeah, that is the one right there. It's the upturned wrist where you've got pinched fingers. Paula, um, I'm going to send you an emoji. Okay. And I want you to tell me uh, an an odd like, uh, probably not often used emoji, and I want you to tell me when you would use it. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Josh sent me a tiny, a tiny trench coat. Mm-hmm. Now I think this is for a detective agency. So I would use this if I started a detective agency with a few of my childhood friends, and that's our code for time to get on the case. We got a new one in. Come to the treehouse. <laughs> I like that a lot. You know, come on, Mary Kate. Come on, Ashley. Time to solve this crime before dinner time. Yeah. Get out of here, Elizabeth. You're too <laughs> young for this. You're not invited. Okay. Are you ready for one? I am. Okay. Paula has sent me a pair of ballet point shoes. You know, the ones where you like get up on your toes and you do the sugar plum fairy dance, kind yes. of like Swan Lake kind Pointe. of situation. Yes. Point with an E. Pointy. Uh, um, I think that you use this when someone makes a really, really salient uh, argument. You're like, oh, shit, that's on point. Oh, on I point. love that. <laughs> I love that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're like, congratulations. You win yeah. this point. Yes. Um, Paula has sent me a can of tomato soup. Or tomato paste. Yeah, who knows? But it's a can and it's got a tomato on it. Yeah. And I think this is, you text me this in the middle of the night and I'm like, yes, I do want to talk about Andy Warhol. <laughs> Let's talk about art. Let's talk about pop no, art. Wake up. Emoji, emoji, emoji. <laughs> How did he paint the Beatles? How did that happen? Uh, did he know really them and just see a picture? Right. <laughs> and I will say that every single one of these has an official name on Emojipedia.com. They all have official, like, both Unicode numbers and names of how you build these things. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, so Josh has sent me the guard to the Buckingham Palace. And mm-hmm. I think that's code. That's like our plans in action. We're going there. We're dressing up as guards and we're breaking in. <laughs> like that to me means like it's on. You've woken up. You've made your decision. I've been trying to talk you into this heist for months. You send that. That means it's go time. Mm, because yes. we can't have like a trackable system, you know? No, exactly. This is this is our Ocean's Eleven yeah. situation. And once we get in the palace, we don't have a plan. We spent a lot of money on the Buckingham Palace outfits. 
Yeah, it's about getting. We we never thought we would get that far. Yeah, yeah. And then once we get in, we're like, first off, is what we did a crime? Second off, like, do we steal something? Do we just hang out? Like, what is yeah. our plan here? <laughs> All right, are you ready for this one? Yes, I am. Oh, a bronze medal. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like an a really sick burn. <laughs> like if you were like if you were like. Josh, we got no wrong answers into the New York Times, and I texted you back a bronze medal. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, like, I finally did my laundry today. Bronze medal. It means like I'm excited for you, but I'm not first or second place excited. Yeah, or it's like, get over yourself, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Like, good for you, but also that was baseline. (laughs) I do... um, I do love another variation of this. Would remember MySpace like top eight? I do. Yes. It's like that, but it's top three. And so each week you have three friends and you text one of them first, one of them second silver, one of them third bronze to rate how where they're ranking in your friendship that week. That's psychopathic. <laughs> and also. TM, 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 TM. This is 100% Netflix. If you're on the line, this is our new reality show that we are pitching to you called Top Three, where you need to stay within the top three of some celebrity's friend group. And whoever oh. ends in the top three of the friends, that's like, fun. You get a vacation, you get whatever, and you also get to be like best friends with, I don't know, the weekend or something like that. <laughs> um, I do love you and I constantly being terrified that everyone is mad at us and our friends secretly hate us. And then we're also texting them who's our top three of friends that week. Right, exactly. Where are you on the leaderboard? (laughs) We're like, I'm sure no one's mad at us. You're second place this week. Step Uh, it up. (laughs) If you, uh, I send out a weekly email to friends and family. Sign up, it's very fun. Yeah, uh, check it out. It's Josh's Proof of Life email. I'll put a link in the show notes or something like that, or you can go to joshlinden.com and it's there. Um, I sometimes do things like power rankings of like gift packages or like care packages I've been sent or things like that. Those kinds of like, the kind of way that you would do a, a power ranking of, you know, sports teams. What if one of those emails was just, all right, here's a ranking of all my friends. I think <laughs> that's kind of fun. Now I will say, is that what you do at a wedding? Oh, are you power ranking your friends? Are you talking about like who makes the list to be invited? Who makes a list to be invited? Who's part of the wedding party? Who's the best man or maid of honor? Who's maybe officiating the wedding between the two of you? Yeah. Yeah. Stressful. Yeah, really stressful. Never get married. You know what has a (laughs) hundred? What, Paula? Centipede legs. Centipede legs have a hundred? Centipedes have a hundred legs. Yeah. Do they actually have a hundred legs or did uh, some like, you know, 18th century, whatever, like British dude who first found them was like, it looks like it has a hundred (laughs) legs. That was back before that was in the past. So the only numbers they had were 125 and a hundred. And they were like, that seems like the third one. So a centipede has 30 legs. What? (laughs) A house centipede has 30 legs. 
Okay, a millipede has 300 legs. Okay, I'm also looking here. The name centipede literally means 100 legs, but this pest can have anywhere from 15 to 177 pairs of legs. I hate them. I hate how they look. Millipedes, there is the millipede illicami plenipus, and that is verbatim. That's how you pronounce it. I know it. It was my grandfather's name. It's a type of millipede found in California that has the most legs of any animal on earth with 750 legs. That is 748 more than I have of anything. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's also still not a thousand, which just gives you a sense of humans being like just guesstimating stuff, being like, yeah, it's a thousand. Uh, yeah, that looks like that's a hundred. That's a thousand. So I guess our work is done. It's time to go to happy hour. We yeah, had two like, jobs today and it was to name that guy and name that other little guy. Yeah, it's the science, the like scientist equivalent of the, you know, school fair. Like how many gumballs are in this jar? <laughs> <laughs> but they never, they never check. I do like the idea that, like, the guy naming all the bugs had a hot date coming up. He's like, uh, centipede, millipede. Okay, bye. I gotta go. We have a reservation at Applebee's for 8 p.m. See ya. I gotta sweat shower. <laughs> I can't wear this shirt. Now, did you know that some millipede species have glands capable of producing irritating fluids? I didn't, and I wish I didn't know still. Now you do know. No, yeah, it's not it's, poisonous, but it can chemically burn the skin and cause long term skin discoloration. You know, this is a thing that, you know, generally the pursuit of knowledge is noble and good. And in this particular scenario, I don't want, I, I don't, I didn't want to know this. <laughs> this is a thing I didn't want in my brain. So now you know that if a millipede gets mad at you, it can permanently dis, well, long term discolor your skin. Wonderful. Good. With its chemically burning acid mouth. <laughs> Paula, what body part would you want a hundred of? Ooh. Um, well, are they all functioning? Like if I say eyes, can I see a hundred things? I think it would probably need to be a situation like how spiders where they've got like all those different Ooh. eyes, but they like work together. No, I want to see a hundred different angles. Okay, sure. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to be walking out of the room and I want to see what's going on behind me. Mm, mm. I want to see who's watching me walk go by. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see whose head is turning as I walk by. And I'm thinking it must be because I look great today. And it's really because they're like, does that weirdo have a hundred <laughs> eyeballs? Excuse me? <laughs> I hate to see you go. And I also can see you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Or a hundred teeth. Just so a this mouth. This is Full gonna be, of them. This is going to be my answer is that I think teeth is the thing that would have the least impact on a regular everyday just kind of occurrence. You would be Talking. there and it would Talking. be weird. It would be super weird as soon as you open your mouth. But if you're just walking down the street, like you wouldn't know that that person had a hundred teeth as opposed okay. to like. My question for you is, are the teeth the same size as regular teeth? So is your, is the roof of your mouth are the sides of your cheeks is when you open your mouth, it's just filled with teeth or are these tiny little mini teeth and so you just have them in regular teeth places you just have a hundred i think that there's two answers that i'd like one is that you get a circular teeth mouth kind of situation like oh. a like a sandworm 
Um, the other one is you just have like three rows of teeth. Back. Oh. I'm going to close your eyes. Okay. I want you to open your eyes. I want you to picture what it would feel like if you had, if your roof of your mouth was just filled with molars. Gross. Absolutely Horrible, gross. right? You're really gross. I kind of like it now. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my tune. Yeah. I would want a hundred eyelashes. Ooh. Just, I don't know how many eyelashes I have, but I want just so many eyelashes. I'm batting them all the time. Mm -hmm. You can't see a thing. Can't see a thing, but I look great. Yeah. Just like a hundred ears just around your body in different places. <laughs> Be so uncomfortable, but I'd have them all pierced. Yeah. Every single one of them has a, yeah. Every single one has a cartilage. <laughs> piercing. I think that's going to do it for us. I can't get over the feeling of a uh, hundred teeth on the roof of my mouth. I think Thank that's going to do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening for another week. We really so appreciate it. Hopefully we didn't completely turn you off on our hundredth episode by just talking about gross bodily functions, but Hey, that's why you're here in the first place. Absolutely. That's why they call us being artists, the bodily function crew. Before we get into the outro, we have our signature segment of the week. Earnest moment of the week. Imatwa. We have an Imatwa from our friend Steph. Yay. Steph says, yesterday I heard some hooting and hollering going on outside. So I went to the window and at an apartment building across the street, I witnessed a really sweet graduation celebration. There was a group of friends on the sidewalk with handmade signs and balloons, and they were cheering up to their friend on the fourth floor who was apparently quarantined and had just graduated. Aww. They shouted their congratulations and took some creative pictures with the signs and the, the graduate and the graduate in the distance on her balcony. We saw plenty of these kinds of distant celebrations toward the beginning of the pandemic. And now with the burnout, it's really sweet to still see people finding ways to be together and support each other. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you, Steph. That's such a good one. That's making me tear up. People are nice. Yeah, people are nice. I think Paula's and my collective earnest moment this week is that uh, we were featured in the Chicago Reader. Yeah, it was a really, really nice write-up. We want to thank uh, Brianna Wellen for that. Um, it's an awesome write-up about the game. More information about us. I say like in my quote like seven times, which is amazingly on brand. <laughs> If you want to check that out, go over to the Chicago Reader. It was it came out last week. You can just search No Wrong Answers, Chicago Reader. Um, and if you don't have your deck of No Wrong Answers, you can always go to NoWrongAnswersGame.com to pick up your copy. Now that we're the world is opening back up, um, it's a great thing to use for if you're seeing family, maybe for Memorial Day, if you are hanging out with your friends again, um, if you are starting to have... Uh, you need to facilitate awkward calls with, at work. It's a great thing to get people out of their comfort zone and talking and sharing. Uh, and maybe we're prefacing this, but we might have another place that we're going to be starting in a couple weeks. So we'll be announcing that soon. If you want to follow us on social media, if you have your own earnest moments, you can do that at being earnest pod on all social media or being earnest pod at gmail.com or follow no wrong answers at no wrong answers game on Facebook and Instagram. 
Thank you, as always, for Ryan Cruz for our wonderful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at, at RB Cruiser. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our beautiful theme song. You can follow his music project, Death Love, wherever you listen to music. And until next week, just remember, Paula got more than a 100 on her sex ed exam. Uh, thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Bye. Why not be early?